1: Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.
2: Cincinnati Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow is out for the year. And here to help us break it all down are the hosts of Locked On NFL Scouting and our team building experts here on the Locked On Podcast Network, Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs. Joe, Kyle, this is a big time piece of news for the Cincinnati Bengals. When you look at Joe Burrow being out, what's your immediate reaction for what this means for the Bengals season moving forward?
0: Certainly doesn't look good, Ross. And this is a team with big aspirations this year, Super Bowl aspirations. This is a team that And over the last two years has been to the AFC championship game. Both years have won the AFC two years ago. They were expected to go on a deep run this year. And the season started off rocky with the calf injury to Joe Burrow. That team clearly didn't look like itself. Joe Burrow started to get healthy. You felt like the Bengals found their groove. Mm -hmm. And just when that happens, Burrow's out for the season. And so at five and five, have they created too big of a hole to get out of it, especially moving forward without Joe Burrow? I'm greatly concerned about the Bengals and if they're going to be playing football beyond week 18.
2: Kyle, I'll ask you a specific question here. Can the Cincinnati Bengals continue to win without Joe Burrow?
1: No, I, I will say what Joe did not. The season is for all intents and purposes over mm. for the Cincinnati Bengals. The, the drop off from Joe Burrow to Jake Browning is one thing in its entirety. But then you think about T Higgins being banged up all season, missing time, did not play last night. You think about the defense and the regression with Jesse Bates and Von Bell leaving in free agency and what that defense has looked like and their bottom 10 in scoring defense. And from a, a yards per game perspective, they're not performing particularly well. You think about uh, the rushing offense of Cincinnati with the offensive line, which has taken probably a step back from last year, I think would be a fair statement to make. And then you assess that with their averaging 3.9 yards per carry, their bottom 10 in the league in rushing attempts. They, they can't run the ball. So if you're going to ask Jake Browning to do Joe Burrow things, that story is going to end about as well as you think that it will. So I think they're going to have to drastically change who they are as an offense and doing that this late in the game. I I don't like the way that looks, especially with them having the most difficult remaining strength of schedule from a win percentage standpoint of any team in the league. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes it even tougher there when you look at the opponents that they have coming up. So, as you look at those opponents and you look at what's next for the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, Joe, let's start with you on this one. What's next for the Cincinnati Bengals as they move forward here?
0: Well, as Kyle has just put them out of it, which I I would agree. I I, I would (laughs) say I think it's tough. It's tough to see see the AFC. AFC. I'm keenly aware what's going on. in The AFC doesn't look good, and my mind just goes right to these contracts that are looming. Right, They Mm. got Joe Burrow taken care of, but T. Higgins, expiring contract. Jonah Williams, the right tackle, expiring contract. DJ Reader, stud nose tackle, expiring contract. They've got some big ones to deal with here, uh, and there's a lot to consider. There's probably positions that they need to upgrade. They need depth in certain areas. Is the safety tandem good enough? Do they like DJ Turner as the successor for Chadobia Awuzie, opposite of Cam Taylor Britt, you start to get into those big picture questions because it does feel like 2023 is a lost season for the Cincinnati Bengals.
2: Kyle, when you look at the contracts, you look at all those things that would be the next sort of big decisions to make, where do you think the Cincinnati Bengals should go from here?
1: Yeah, I I think the most essential identity piece of everything that Joe just outlined is T. Higgins, right? When you think Mm -hmm. about how this Bengals offense has played, And it's having freak athletes on the outside that can win one-on-one. And it's much more about you can know what we're doing, but with the chemistry of our quarterback and these skill players on the outside and the perimeter and how they play and their ball skills, Mm -hmm. you still can't stop it. So if you're going to come into assessing players that are expiring contracts and trying to figure it out, I do think T Higgins is at the top of the list. Now, uh, Joe mentioned three players. He mentioned right tackle Jonah Williams. He mentioned T Higgins and he mentioned DJ reader. You know, it's really fun. All three of those positions are really, really good right now in the NFL draft landscape as things look right now. So if I'm Cincinnati, I am keenly working on communicating with all of these representatives for these players. I'm trying to figure out what their market, what their expectation is. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out, is it realistic to get a deal done that's going to fit within our framework? And if it's not, you're looking at this schedule and you're looking at the win column. And right now you got five. If you told me they had six at the end of the year, I would not be surprised. Mm-hmm. what does that mean that puts you in position to draft a premium player
2: yep
0: well, well kyle and, and ross i think it's i think this receiver stuff's really important for the Bengals. Mm-hmm. not only has joe burrow enjoyed at lsu jamar chase and justin jefferson <laughs> he's enjoyed jamar chase and t higgins in the nfl and so not only do you want to keep the fastball if you will but think about this Bengals scheme kyle and i we talk about this all the time doesn't do a whole lot for Joe Burrow. It's read it and rip it, right? Progression style, West Coast. You got to make good decisions. You got to be accurate with the football. And part of what allows Joe Burrow to be the great player that he is is who he has to throw the football to. And so I think preserving that is absolutely critical. There's not a lot of play action in this offense. There's not a lot of screen. There's not a lot of RPO, right? It's progression style passing. And if that's who you're going to be, you better make sure that that cupboard is slammed full of receiving talent for Joe Burrow to take advantage of.
2: Absolutely. Now, not only do you guys uh, take a look at team building, but you're also pay a lot of attention to what front offices are doing around the league. Kyle, we'll start with you and then Joe, bring us home. What do you think? How do you think teams deal with taking a hit like this, losing your franchise quarterback partway through the season?
1: Yeah, I I think the messaging is the same in every stop along the way, which is next man up. But I I do think Cincinnati has a really unique opportunity with uh, what they have ahead of them with them being a team that has tried to kind of draft ahead of needs. When you think Mm -hmm. about they drafted Miles Murphy in the first year of this year's NFL draft, when they drafted Cam Taylor, Britton, DJ Turner, and they drafted Daxton Hill to get out in front of losing these safeties. That's what this end of season for the guys that are already on the roster becomes for me from a front office perspective is I'm looking really hard at all this young talent that I drafted knowing I was going to have to groom these guys to play. And I'm looking for confidence points on those guys to make sure that they show me that if we're going to continue being the, the Bengals with the expectations of winning the North and making deep playoff runs on an annual basis, you guys have to perform to a certain standard. And I'm really get, looking at those young players, those draft picks from the last three seasons to see who is elevating their game, who is taking the progression that they need to take.
0: Joe? Uh, if, if I'm the Cincinnati Bengals, I, I am preaching messages. Like Kyle mentioned next man up, but mm-hmm. just try to go one and oh, right? Like don't make it bigger than it has to be. If you're part of that organization, you got to focus about yourself. You got to think about yourself and what you can do as a player, as a coach, as an executive to be the best version of yourself that week to help your team win a football game, right? This isn't a situation where draft position really comes into play. You're the Bengals. You're going to, you're a good football team. You know, it's not about getting to the top of the draft or anything like that. We know who the core identity of this team is. And so look at yourself, see what you can do every week to go one and Oh, play spoiler and try to get in, try to make the playoffs. I know it's going to be tough, but like, You only get so many seasons. Go try to do it and see what you can do. We've seen Nick Foles go all the way. I don't expect that to happen with Jake Browning, but I mean, I'm a competitor, and I would expect anyone in that building to be a competitor and come out and try to go one and oh every single week and be the best version of yourself.
2: Yeah, that window's not open very long. Can't waste a second of it, no matter what's going on. And no matter what's going on around the NFL, please note that Joe Marino and Kyle over at Locked NFL Scouting have you all covered. Make sure you go and check them out on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Guys, thanks so much for taking the time. Thanks, Ross.